This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So, FFP, financial fair play, hot subject, pretty much for every fan of every club throughout the pyramid, very especially in the Premier League. Uh, this video, we're going to try and explain what is the purpose of FFP, the basic, what the penalties are, and how it affects your club. So, first off, what is the purpose of FFP, financial fair play? So the basic premise of financial fair play is it was to ensure that clubs were not spending more than they uh, actually earned and in doing so to prevent them from falling into financial trouble which could threaten the very existence of the club. It was established by UEFA and kicked off in the 2011-2012 season. Many, however, do argue that FFP just keeps the rich clubs at the top and prevent others from challenging the status quo. The authorities say that they want to protect the fans from owners overspending and then failing to support the clubs financially and putting clubs at risk. So, FFP the basics. The Premier League has a number of financial rules in place, including requirements for clubs to pay transfer fees, salaries and tax bills on time. They must submit accounts annually and disclose payments made to their agents. Uh, these regulations can be found in the Premier League handbook, primarily under Section E, Club Finances. The Premier League profitability and sustainability rules allow 5 million loss a year which can be boosted by 30 million equity injection giving an allowable loss of 35 million pounds a year this works out to that 105 million over the three-year monitoring period UEFA's rules are even more stringent than the Premier League and should my club for example Wolves make Europe again we could risk being stung with yet another fine how does FFP work with buying players? So, for example, if your club buys a player for, say, £10 million, all up front, they get what's classed as a £10 million asset. So, in fact, the FFP situation is cancelled out and it's zero. 
For example, if a club pays two million cash and then the other eight million uh, in instalments, you might spend two million and get a 10 million pound asset. Uh, the player and also the eight million pound liability, you still owe eight million pound. Again, FFP impact is zero. Where FFP becomes an issue is asset depreciation. Every year a player loses value. So if you give them a five year contract, they lose 20% each year. If you give them a 10 year contract, they lose 10% each year. That is a loss that's counted for FFP. So the longer contracts you give, the smaller loss each year. Clubs can also record a loss when selling a player part way through their contract. If a player is sold for more than the depreciated value, then this is recorded as a profit in respect to FFP. For example, if a player costs 10 million pounds on a five year contract, and if he is sold at year two, his depreciated value is six million. So if he is then sold for above this value, it's recorded as a profit and below this value it is recorded as a loss. Can wealthy owners just inject capital? Um, this is one that we you, that obviously a lot of fans think about. The answer to the question it depends on what is the purpose. Owners can invest for the development of the ground, training facilities and other infrastructure freely but for FFP Income is key on how much can be spent on players. My club Wolverhampton Wanderers, for example, has recently taken on Shade Spirits, which is their Beijing partner, which many Wolves fans immediately googled, what the hell is Beijing? But things become a lot clearer when you consider that Wolves owners, Foson, own 70% of the parent company of Shade Spirits. So owners can inject cash into a football club via sponsorship deals. However, this is still assessed in terms of FFP as whether the sponsorship deal is fair market value. So then, what are the penalties for breaching financial uh, fair play. I know some fans of my club and other clubs look at the likes of Manchester City and how wealthy they are and they just go well they don't care they just pay the fines. Um, it doesn't matter. We know for example that Manchester City at the moment are being investigated for over a hundred potential breaches. But what are the penalties? So the penalties um, for clubs range from these few things that I will list now. So you can have a reprimand which is a slap on the wrist you can get a fine which big wealthy clubs can you know just pay off what clubs won't like are points deductions and we've seen a lot of this in the football league but not so much in the premier league yet revenue can also be withheld um, you can be stopped from buying new players uh, there can be restrictions on how many players a club can register and there can be disqualification uh, from a competition in progress or exclusion completely from future competitions, i.e. getting kicked out of cups or even getting kicked out the league. We saw Rangers uh, in Scotland actually go right back to the pyramid and close up and climb back up and we've seen similar things in Europe, Juventus being a prime example. So the sanctions for breaching FFP aren't just as simple as a fine and as simple for a wealthy owner just to go, oh, we'll pay the fine, because they can ultimately be kicked out of a competition, including the Premier League. 
So whilst we're on the subject of this, um, competition in the Premier League is uh, obviously really, really important. And there's been some news out recently about potential Premier League changing the rules on what clubs can spend. As there's fears that the financial gap between the clubs in, say, the Champions League and the new Club World Cup um, will affect uh, the ability of the rest of uh, England's top flight. The Premier League seems to be recognising that the success of the Premier League hinges on the fact that even the bottom club can beat the top club on their day and that's what makes it exciting and interesting and they do not want to lose that. Clubs in the Premier League are thinking of enacting a wage expenditure cap that would be based on how much broadcast money is given to the team that finishes last. Uh, this is an anchoring concept that would limit the best teams to spending, for example, only four times as much as the bottom club receives in TV money. But obviously the precise ratio is yet to be established or even agreed on or a time frame. The planning, according to insiders, is simply one of cost control options. So yeah, I hope you're enjoying this and uh, smash a like if you, you found it interesting and you know, whatever club you support, please subscribe to the channel. Just finally, uh, Wolves Financials uh, FFP situation. Wolves posted a loss of 46.1 million in the last financial year, followed by a net transfer spend of around about 100 million last season, suggesting this is why Wolves need to rein in their spending. Uh, in the last window, totaling approximately 117 million, 16 million in 2021, and 74 million in 2020. Wolves, of course, have got to be smarter in the window and just having sold uh, Ruben Neves for £47 million certainly helps to start to balance the books as we look forward to uh, what will be an interesting summer for Wolves and, uh, of course, for every Premier League club. Anyway, I hope you found it good. Uh, leave your thoughts in the comment section below and uh, I hope to see you on a future video. Until then, I'm Dathleen Dave. All the best. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.